0: E15 gasoline is ethanol killing fuel systems. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, probably going to become more pertinent that you you know this particular one because they're definitely nationwide because of uh, you know different. Uh, I'm not trying I'm not gonna to get political here, but let's face it. Bottom line is some things have changed in the in the uh, oil industry and and uh, uh, because of different administrative thoughts and decisions so anyway obviously fuel's gotten pretty high uh i'm actually recording this uh, july 4th weekend of uh 2022 so whatever that means for the future (laughs) anyway um ethanol and gasoline is is you know definitely prevalent uh it's been around for a while i'm going to be reading from an article from a trade magazine from an automotive repair trade magazine so um and we'll we'll go from there with it. This is from a, a trade magazine called Underhood Service. The author is Andrew Markell. Uh he's written a lot of articles in the past. I've I've certainly have done a number of his articles. Uh the guy seems like he's very well versed and well well educated and trained, which is a good thing. And um, you know, he's he writes some good articles, so we'll uh we'll take get the, get into this one in just a minute a couple quick commercials if you want to get a hold of me via email it's bkpodcast5 at com. i'm also on linkedin and if you want to check out the main uh, distributor of this podcast it's uh, podbean.com if you go to that website and do a search for brad kyle's motorworks podcast you will that'll pop up obviously and you could take a look at the uh 150 some odd podcast episodes i've done so far upper right hand corner of that main page there you'll see a link for become a patron if you click on that i'd appreciate it if you're so inclined if you want to help support the podcast i'd appreciate it i'm asking for five dollars a month you can do less you can do more it doesn't have to be ongoing it certainly can be but i leave that up to you you can cancel it at any time Uh, The main advantage, besides helping for future training and the cost of producing the podcast, um, it's going to open up about 12 to 15 uh, previous podcasts I've done, episodes where I've covered different subjects that if you apply the information that I provide, uh, there's no doubt in my mind you're going to save thousands, if not maybe even tens of thousands of dollars on on, uh, your car ownership experience, whether it be through uh how to be able to find a good repair shop or uh should you be buying a service extended service contract, things like that. So uh and these are really kind of really based on conversations I've had with customers where they came to the realization after talking with me that, you know, maybe the decision they made to do this or do that or buy this product or that product was not necessarily the best decision for them. Okay. There's no right or wrong. I mean obviously we all Uh, you know have bought things that maybe later on we thought well geez that wasn't the best decision and uh, maybe knowing some of this information up front will help you to uh, be able to make a better decision for you so I make those available just to let you know Uh, again this one is called E15 gasoline is ethanol killing fuel systems so here we go in the next few months, you will be hearing a lot about E15 summer blend fuels making their way to gas pumps across the country. If E15 uses more ethanol in, in its blend to reduce our dependence on fossil fuels. No matter your political view, you must wonder what this means for engines. E15 has 15% ethanol. Most parts of the country have used E10 for more than a decade. Ethanol is a biofuel made from corn or other forms of biomass that is fermented. The process turns the starch into sugars that are fermented into ethanol. The problem with ethanol is how it reacts to water in the air and in the tank. Ethanol can mix with water, while gasoline and water do not mix. Ethanol and gasoline can mix, but if the water concentration in the ethanol is too great, it can separate the ethanol and water from the gasoline. This is called phase separation. If the phase separation occurs inside the gas tank, the ethanol and water mix falls to the bottom of the tank, resulting in the pump bathing in this corrosive mixture. The phase separation issue might only be an issue with vehicles that sit for long periods or have EVAP issues. Phase separation can also occur under conditions where the fuel tank is open to the outside air. On carbureted engines, phase separation can occur in the bowls. It is typically seen as blue or white crystals. Copper and bronze do not stand up well to corrosion in the first place. Since copper and bronze are used in electric fuel pumps and the coils in the injectors, corrosion can be an issue. For a carbureted vehicle, the blended fuel can react with floats, jets, and even the pot metals and aluminum. The reality is that most drivers don't have to worry. Since the 2001 model year, most OEMs have engineered parts and programming to handle E10 and E15. If the vehicle is older than 2001, there might be compatibility issues with E15. However, most engines will see the change in ethanol concentration as changes in the ignition timing and maybe changes to the long-term fuel trims due to oxygen sensor readings. Fuel Pumps E15 can cause issues for fuel pumps that might be near the end of their life. However, if a replacement fuel pump manufacturer has cut corners in the manufacturing of an in-tank pump, E15 can limit the life of the pump. High-quality pump manufacturers have changed the materials for the plastic section of the fuel pump modules. Nylon is the material of choice, but there are several formulations of nylon that stand up better to ethanol and gasoline. The wrong material can become brittle and can even swell over time. Ethanol and water can cause premature brush and commutator wear and corrosion of commutator brush wires. Some fuel pumps use carbon materials or alloys for the commutator pads to combat this wear. This eliminates oxidation and high electrical erosion. Some fuel pump manufacturers also nickel plate the carbon brush wire strands to prevent corrosion. In addition, ethanol compatible materials prevent the swelling of non-metallic components. Some manufacturers take it one step further by coating the pump's armature to prevent the windings from coming in contact with fuel. Fuel Hose There are several theories about ethanol and fuel hoses. In theory, corrosive ethanol can damage materials, but most modern hoses made of materials like neoprene are resistant to chemicals. If you do have to replace a fuel hose, read the side of the hose that starts with the letters SAE. SAE has more than 16 active and inactive J30 standards for fuel and oil hoses. If you look at the side of a fuel, oil, or emission hose, you will see the letters SAE followed by the number 30. Some will have a J first. Next in the sequence will be the letter R followed by a number. The number after the R refers to the section of the SAE performance standards. The test criteria measure permeation, chemical resistance, construction, temperature range, and kink resistance. The higher the standards go, the more criteria that must be met. R numbers do not determine the pressure rating for the hose. Hose manufacturers typically print on the hose that the Hose is intended for use on fuel injection systems. Also, you should check with the hose manufacturer to see if it is compatible with fuels like E85 or biodiesel. If a hose doesn't have an SAE J30 standard on the side, don't install it in a fuel system. SAE J30R12 includes low permeated fuel feed and return hoses. Some fuel hoses will also have a California Air Resources Board or what's known as CARB number for the hose. This certification means that it has met the requirements for permeation. This means the hose prevents fuel from passing through the hose layers. Spark plugs. There are no unique spark plug recommendations for vehicles using the E10, E15, or E85 ethanol blends. Most vehicles have no modifications to their fuel or ignition systems, and therefore they should be serviced as as if they were running on gasoline only. The only exception is when a factory gasoline fuel engine has been converted to E85 to support modifications to increase power output. In these engines, the spark plugs should be one to two heat ranges colder depending on, on the level of modification. No matter the fuel blends, or percentage of ethanol, a worn-out spark plug will have problems igniting the fuel inside the combustion chamber. This is why you need to look up the recommended replacement interval for the customer's vehicle and replace them before they become a problem. Why is ethanol getting a bad reputation? In my opinion, it is caused by older vehicles and lawnmowers. Whether it is E10 or E15, if it sits in a fuel tank for an extended period, it will experience phase separation. If it is a classic car or lawn tractor that sits all winter, there will be a problem when owners try to start them in April or May. When they remove the tank or bowls of the carburetor, they will see the crust left behind from the evaporated fuels. They curse the gas station gods and tell everyone they know the evils of ethanol. The reality is, for vehicles made after 2001, it is not a problem if they are driven. Okay. So that's the end of the article. Uh, obviously, it becomes more of an issue in something that a car itself that's not driven very much, and certainly whether it be you know power generators or obviously lawnmowers, things like that, uh, it, it can be a problem. But uh, as long as you don't go over E15, uh, BMW specifically, they are designed to take up to E15. If it goes beyond that, if you accidentally put in E85, if that's even possible, but... Uh, it's going to have problems, okay? Um, BMW, as far as I know, does not make a, quote-unquote, flex-fuel uh, vehicle, okay? I might be wrong about that currently, okay? Um, but as far as I'm aware of, they don't specifically make a flex-fuel vehicle. And, I mean, most vehicles that are flex, truly flex-fuel, they will say somewhere on the outside there will be some sort of badge or something that says flex-fuel, Okay. Uh, you know, pickup trucks are very well known for that. So, you know, try to stay with uh, uh, the odds of you getting actually pure gasoline so far is, is not real good. It sounds like it's going to be either either an E10 or E15. So in some respects, you don't really have a choice. But anyway, this article just kind of lets you know what's going on. And I, I hope you got something out of it. Again, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at com. I'm also on LinkedIn, and uh, check out that website on podbean.com. I appreciate it. So I uh, hope you got something out of it. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your listening. I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding, May God bless you and keep you, and thank you again.